Hello and welcome to a brand new football podcast all about Crystal Palace Football Club. This is For the Love of Palace. I'm Mark and joining me is Chris. Hello, and... Chris. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Good, good. So we're doing this one all about Roy Hodgson today, this podcast, on a first ever one. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get it started and maybe get, get some rants from you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure at some point <laughs> there'll be there'll be a couple. I'm pretty sure. So I think strap in. I think. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to start then? We start with the, Roy. Things that just get you all hot under the cover. Um, should we start with the the quotes? I think the things that you said in press conferences that that really get Twitter going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone loves a good uh, argument on Twitter. I mean, that it seems well, to be the main place for to let was it let everyone kind of let stuff out nowadays. So yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, so, that's so, that's we start with the the, the um, as as in learning he needs to learn how to, to defend. <laughs> See, <laughs> the thing is with this, we we play what. Four at the back, two defensive midfielders. We don't um, really play defensive midfielders at the moment, though, do we? We, we did I in mean, the past. We did in the past, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, but to, to tell an attacking player who, at the moment, without Zaha until the other day, is our only attacking player to put the ball in the box because Townsend doesn't have no legs no more to get on the field and run with the ball to defend. See, I, don't, I, I just don't agree with. I mean, he needs to defend, yes, of course, but at the same time, he's just running up and down like a crazy person. The, the point is, he was just in a, in a press conference. People are asking about these kind of things, and some of the journalists there are there to, to try and, and and get him to say something that, that will trigger people. Oh, of course, and, yeah. And I think, to be honest, with you, he was looking at he was talking about ways to to improve a player's game. Mm. Effectively, and and we're not a team where we can afford to have passengers. Yeah, yeah. We're bottom half of a top flight team. We're not going to be. We need to make, be able to make sure that everyone can defend, even if they're not necessarily there for for their defending ability. The idea that that, that they can contribute to defending. Yeah, I, I, actually, I, I agree with that. Like the thing is, which I don't agree with. I can't, I can't see say. Obviously, Van Arnold's such an attacking left back. And he flies up and down the pitch and obviously leaves leaves the left-back position open. I cannot see Ezzy going back there to fill that position. Well, that's not what he's asking him to do, though, is it? It's, it's effectively he needs to, to make sure that he, is, as a player, is pressing the right at the right times and getting back in the right positions. Mm. In terms of, of his teamwork, he's not there to cover... Van Arnholt. Van Arnholt would be covered by one of the centre midfielders or a centre back. He wouldn't be covered by a kind of yeah, the the attacking midfielder slash left sided midfielder. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm not sure. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously, like I said, he needs to learn how to defend a bit more. And I do think sometimes he needs to go over and help the players a lot quicker than he, he does seem to be a bit static on the Jerome box, doesn't he? Sometimes, but. I think he's that kind of outlet we need to get out the box and then just bomb it up the field, really. Especially when Zaha's still 
hopefully returning to fitness in the next coming weeks. Or Matt Sharpness, should I say. Mm. I don't know. Like, it's, it's one of the quotes that could go either way, though. I think, like, saying he's got to defend more, like, is he trying to hold him back? Is he trying to make him a better player that way? Or is he just happy to <laughs> go with nil-nils every game? That's nothing to do with, with being happy to have a point, though, is it? It's just, generally speaking, talking about a young player that, that you want to improve and one of the ways he needs to improve is in the defensive elements of it. It's not necessarily that that's it, he's going to be a DM or anything, is it? It's just, generally speaking... That's what he wants him to do. He just he needs to be able to, to, to contribute. Hmm. In a similar way that you, you'd want a right-back to be able to cross the ball. You know, it's not necessarily... I'd love, I'd love a right back. I love our right backs to go up the field more, but you know, that's asking too much. <laughs> I don't know against against Tottenham. Joel Ward put in a big old shift trying to go up and down there, but obviously, you know, did, did didn't work out in the end, score wise. Uh, but yeah, yeah but I, I, just, it would be nice to get further up the pitch with our wing backs like up there sometimes at least. Getting a good cross in for Benteke. Uh, he seems to be cementing his number one position right now, so up front. But, yeah, I mean, what what was what was some of the quote what were some of the uh, things you yeah. people say about that though on online? About, yeah, about Izzy sort of thing. <laughs> I think you've just covered it, man. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the kind of the next kind of thing is is um is that, that comment about the, the wholesale changes that when we had a lot of games at one point he basically said he hasn't got enough players to make wholesale changes which then started everyone bringing up the, the, the first 11 and second 11 right or what the best first and second 11 they could think of sort of thing well, well, or, or, or final players I, I, I see it's like, we've been hearing this from all different managers across the league haven't we about how they're they don't have enough players for this, this and this reason or that reason. But everyone at the start of the season has to submit a squad of what twenty five players, and you've got unlimited youth players to choose from. I mean, yeah, our youth, youth team probably isn't as good as some of the other you know teams out there, but still twenty five players that you're choosing for your squad to be good enough. I think the thing is, from a personal point of view, I think that they're generally speaking they're not balanced. I think we're, yeah. we're fine in the defensive positions. I think our our first kind of choice back four and our second choice back four, even kind of our third choice back four, we could almost we could almost get a back line out of players that, that aren't defenders. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with Kyoto, with Kyoto, like now slotting in as a, possibly our main centre back, especially this season, he's been number one on the team sheet. Really, that. <laughs> The thing is, is at the moment, is, is the attacking players. And when he has made the wholesale changes when we've played in the Cup, mm. we've not scored a goal in four games. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a worrying one, isn't it? Like, so, so he's right when he says it. Everyone got, got really upset. There's a lot of people that got upset, upset about, about that comment. Yeah. If you look at it, when we play in the Cups, we do so terrible. Yeah. But those, those Cup games were horrendous. Well, I think it was the last three seasons. The Colchester one, I think last year wasn't it? No, yeah. went went to that game and that was up there. Probably one of the worst worst games I've seen live as a football match. Yeah. <laughs> it was but horrible. 
But defensively, <laughs> we're not in those games. We're not terrible. It's not like we're leaking loads of goals. No, just couldn't. We're, we're, couldn't we're do doing enough. Up top. Yeah, but it's it's the attacking side of it because we're not using our main attackers, and yeah. and that's it. That effectively, you know, you've got a player kind of like. I mean, in an ideal situation, you would have a you would be your second choice right midfielder, or you kind of you know the player you bring off the bench. Yeah, but he's starting most weeks. Yeah, and I think it's I noticed with AU, he seems to be the more the more the sorry. Like with lately, especially, he's the one that's always the one on the ball at the edge of the, like the edge of the sort of halfway line, to actually try and take anything forward. And he's so energetic. I mean, last year, uh, not last year, the year before, we made him on loan. I thought, you know, what, why, why the hell be bothered? <laughs> last year, he showed how how useful he is as a player, and this year, like he's the only one player that that can actually hold up ball and draw a foul. Uh, like he wins a lot of fouls. Far, uh, yeah, other than Zaha, he wins a hell of a lot of fouls. Even compared to Zaha, he, he wins a lot of fouls. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do, I do some obviously with watching all these games on TV this year, and then last year, you do see a lot of his winning of fouls a bit suspicious sometimes, though. <laughs> well, he's playing for it. It's, it's not. Oh, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not an accident. It, 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 he's putting himself into positions that he knows where yeah. a defender's going to be tempted to put a leg in, or he's going to be tempted to do this, or tempted yeah. to. He does, he does it very training. well, and like, I've changed my tune on AU from like, when we had him on loan. So I think he's obviously one of our top players, and probably he is a definite star for us every week. That's the thing is, is I still feel that that's just because we haven't got anyone else other than kind of him. So like Townsend is has fallen off a cliff. He's doing okay, like he's doing. Yeah, I think this year Townsend's been brilliant. But we we haven't got the depth. Yeah. There's not anyone else that's, that's pushing for that, those positions. I think the only problem we have with Townsend and in, in in general is he's clear. Like obviously, with his all his injuries, and you can tell his quality is still there. It's just the lack of pace he has now. It's alarming. Like he's just got nothing like in him anymore. But he's got everything else but the pace still. Like he's got the touch. He's got a good pass. He's got brilliant cross. And we all know what he can do if he if he wants to hit the ball. Yeah, but. It's the lack of pace now, which is the alarm point. And when you've got, say, Zaha on one wing, and then you want your other winger to get in the box to be with a striker just to cause problems, he's nowhere near him, nowhere near the box. Because he just yeah. can't catch up, <laughs> you know. And the same when he has the ball at the feet. Like, I mean, I, I do wonder sometimes if maybe if we play him through the middle and put AU on the wing. Because he could, he could play a brilliant ball, Townsend, and putting him through the middle might be saying... Hodgson, I'm surprised, hasn't tried. I mean, he's played him up front. Yeah, he has played him up front. Played him up that's front. kind of through the middle. But, yes, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, actually, sort of maybe be that kind of number 10 kind of role. But no one plays with number 10. Like, number 10s are dead. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, you know, you understand what I'm saying, though. Like, play that kind of creative midfielder in the middle, you know. And then we could put EU on the other wing. And he, like I said, he, he won't stop running. He won't stop running the whole game, will he? So. Stuff that Roy Hodgson, I think, needs to look at because obviously back to his squads and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of different formations people throw out throw out there week in week out of who should play where 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 people should play and stuff like that. And I, I just think that I, I just wonder if he he doesn't know what his best formation with this team is still because uh, we saw it when we say we had. 
well, we had uh, Loftus Cheek, and how how well our passing and our attacking play was like with all them created attacking players. It, it was really nice to watch, like this first season. Really nice to watch football kind of thing. And then when we had to defend, we defended well. And then you see at the end of last season, well, that was atrocious. And then this season, the games are just boring. It's a lot of four four two this year, which no, but the, the reason why it's, it's here is because it's more attacking. So the, the issue is that, that he's throwing his kind of more defensive way of play out the window to, to try and become more attacking and try and get the best out of Zaha. And it was all kind of working at the beginning of the season. But yeah. effectively, we were getting a lot more out of Zaha. Zaha was playing a lot better. Yeah, I mean, obviously Zaha's and, had a brilliant season this year anyway, hasn't he? Playing further forward, and you've got, you've got a lot of teams that are playing, um, kind of playing quick passes around the back line. If you've got two strikers, you can actually press them properly. If you've got one striker, there's nothing you can do. I know, but we haven't seen us oh, like Palace press enough this year. That's the thing. I thought against Manchester, no, 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 I thought we, against we, Manchester we, United we, that our pressing game to them. Like it was was decent, and we've done that twice this year now. Against yeah, but, but, we, we was, so I think the first game, it, a lot of that was down to who was who was playing left back that game. When the first game, yeah, for them, that, uh, they oh, had a really um, weird defensive line. Like it wasn't the normal guy. Who was the centre back? Was it what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, have to look. Oh, it was Lindelof, wasn't it? And then is it Lindelof? And and yeah, Fossey were playing as well. Fossey he was playing right back. So we were deliberately pressing when they had the ball because we knew that side was weak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, well, we, we all know how how great he was for Palace, eh? He was just lucky he was quick. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he was so quick. He's <laughs> just lucky he is quick. It's, it's the same with, um, I sometimes say about Carl Walker at Manchester City. It's lucky he's quick because otherwise. I don't know. I think he'd be a bit harsh on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a problem, Man City, you've got to be a little bit more than just quick. Well, they, they, they really have to defend. <laughs> they had to last, last week against Manchester United. But anyway, getting off topic here. <laughs> getting off yeah. topic, but yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, what, else, what other quotes have you heard from. So the recently? last one I mentioned was, was that. Um, the, the quote about the under 19s about, about how lovely it was that they were doing well, but he wasn't going to play any of them anytime soon. Oh, right, yes, because uh, we've well, we're top of the league at the moment, aren't we? I mean, didn't we just win yes, uh, we just about. 7 1 or something, wasn't it, the other day? Yeah, Which, <laughs> I mean, clearly, our um, since we've since we've become category one like, academy, our like, under 23s, under 19s, they've they've clearly brought into that kind of up in their level sort of thing. Well, the thing is that was, I think they, when they were under 16s and under 19s, they won the uh, Fudlick Cup. Cup. So they yeah. they were they were known as, as, as at least very good kind of thing. Yeah. They weren't... They were showing it now, which so, is good, so... Yeah, I think mean, that, that them being this good is probably what's helped push the um, ownership to, to get that category one status quickly. Because if you think about it, that, I mean, they're halfway through building that well, yeah. um, training ground. Yeah. Should be done and by the end of like the About a year ago, we, had, we heard about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think by the end of the year, or, or just at least the, the end of summer, from the pictures I've seen, it'd be near enough done. 
which is it's good for the football club in the like future wise. And if we can get the talent from the area, I mean, brilliant. You know, why, why should Chelsea or you know Arsenal, football, whoever else? We're not probably not going to get the players from there. It's more that that even Charlton. You look at the, the players that have come through Charlton recently. There are players that we should should be you know, getting out above them. Yeah, and even at Fulham, you look at some of the players that come through at Fulham. They, they've they, they should be players that we should be trying to get as well. So effectively, it's the um, what's his face that bloke at um, Liverpool that just recently transferred. What to Liverpool? Um, yeah, no clue. It was like a record <laughs> fee for the um, for a um, tribunal. Oh right, okay. Because he's in and out of the kind of bench and stuff. Well, we all know about that tribunal from the Bostock days, don't we? So, they, I think they got something close to 10 million or something. It was ridiculous. Wow. Jeez, that is a lot. I, actually, don't quote me on that because I might have just misremembered it. But I know that it was a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's heard it now, hopefully. Everyone's heard you, that, you say that now. No one's listening to this. It's fine. <laughs> say anything. No, you never know. Hopefully, you can get a few, share it around, whatever. You never know. You might get that one or two people. <laughs> I'll take one or two to see. We're in the tent. It's <laughs> <laughs> just type in Palace and there'll be 400 other podcasts. <laughs> no, but no, I think that if, he's, if he's saying that they've got no chance of getting into first team, I mean. Well, not, I'm not fine, in the season. I'm, yeah, like I'm fine that's... with that because it's not going to be the season, and hopefully. He won't be here next season anyway, so. But even next season, I mean, a lot of those players are not necessarily... You, you think about how... If we were in the championship, then I think maybe you might see a couple of them on the bench and, and give them 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah. But the gap between the, just the championship to the the Premier League is, is a pretty big jump. Well, the loss... You think about what they're currently playing. They're not currently playing against men. They're currently playing against... People that are under, yeah, same, under same 19. Room, yeah, same age. Well, this is the thing. I've been, I've been saying for a good few years with our youngsters, why, why are a club like Palace sending our youngsters out to non-league or League 2 when you see level. everyone else going, going out to, you know, championship clubs and no, but then you realise... You only, you only get that when it's the, the Chelsea's and the Man United. If you look at the other teams around our level... That, that's what I was about to get to, yeah. It's a, and then you realise at the different levels of how there is. And obviously now they've brought in the category things, then that helps us get to better clubs. I mean, Scott Banks in playing in Scotland now, a decent level, like the Scottish Championship. I think Brandon Pierrick as well, he's playing the Scottish... I think that might be Scottish Premiership team, actually. I can't remember if I, I mean, I can't remember where he's gone to, but I know it's in Scotland somewhere and uh, a couple of other players. But I mean, the player that, like, obviously, Pierre and Woods and, no, they've, they've all been on our first team squad sort of thing, around the squad sort of thing. Yeah. So it's good to see them get their clubs. I mean, Woods is in League One somewhere. But I just think to myself, if he's, get, if he's getting into our squads and he's gone to League One, it's not looking good. Like you think he'd, he'd be in well, championship no, but, at least. It's, you know? it, no, it's, it's not like because <laughs> you got to remember. So let's just say category one, category one teams often go into uh, the reserves, going to the Johnson Payne Trophy. And if you look at that, they're playing against the kind of slightly rotated versions of Premier League, of um, sort of League One and League Two teams. 
and generally speaking, the young kind of um, the youth teams that are playing that get hammered, mm. and you can kind of tell from that that they're effectively they're not, not at the not level. At the same level, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it is a big jump jump from the under twenty one league to any professional level. Yeah. Well, I noticed in the last few, you're effectively you're, you're taking players that probably are at conference level. Yeah, yeah. It's a good at that point and it's just so it's very hard for, for, for everyone involved to work out whether or not that player is can play at a higher level because all the other players around them and, and sometimes you might not necessarily stand out because the players around you might not necessarily be that great yeah yeah it must be quite a hard thing to work out and I think generally speaking the, the people that would be able to work it out are the people that see them every day in training yeah but this is the thing, though. I yeah, think can... sometimes that if they stay with, obviously, with say with Palace, obviously they're training with Premier League players day in day out. It's sometimes better, but at the same time, it's the experience that's what counts. And like you said, they're playing with like actual adults instead of other youngsters who are you know a little bit of a better level than them. Obviously, stronger and stuff like that. So that gives them better. But it'd be nice if they, you know was able to stake a claim. I mean, late, lately we've had a uh, youngster in the last two games on our bench. Um, was it ha- Harman, Han- Hanuman or something? Harman? Yeah, it's one of the guys we signed this season from West Ham. Right. Cause I've, I've never, I, to be honest, I've, I know nothing about him. So I was a bit surprised to see All him on there. Him is it, he was at West Ham last season. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure if he got released or if he just didn't want to sign a contract or what, uh, what happened there. He just picked up sort of thing. Yeah, we see a lot of, we signed a lot of players from the 21s. Yeah, yeah, saw that, uh, yeah. And this, we were trying to just bolster out the squad because they were playing in a higher division effectively. Mm. Yeah. So I think no one said to kind of get, get be some, a bit more get, competitive. Yeah, get some more players that, that she could actually do something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. I mean, I mean, you never know. It might turn out to be a, a gem that West Ham that got let go away, sort of thing. Oh yeah, you know, it's definitely there's so many so many youth players around. It must be very hard to to be able to to definitively judge what level they should be playing at. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've got like I'll see back to the um, the quotes I've seen. And uh, I'll see. I see. I see. See, I've I found a quote as well, and this is. Okay. <laughs> it's the word meaningless, the meaningless one. And it's referring to possession and shots and target from Roy Hodgson. Which one was it specifically? Is it specifically shots on target or is it possession? That is both. <laughs> it's, he has no interest in meaningless statistics such as possession and shots and target. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, possession. <laughs> It doesn't really bother me either way because if you're just strolling around your back line passing, racking up kind of stats of saying how many pass completions you kind of got, it doesn't really do anything for anyone. I'd... So if you're not creating things at the same time, I mean, you shot some target. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... You've got to be worried though. Like, obviously, you don't want to have 400 shots like Brighton. And have one on target, sort of thing. You know, you want you want at least half of them on target, or at least near the bloody goal. 
But the thing is, it's not necessarily, not all, there are sometimes where you get a shot on target and it's completely pants, where it's like from 30 yards. Mm. And it's, you know, it, it's, you know, the goalkeeper just kind of taps it with his, with his hat, <laughs> you know, controls it nicely and, and, and technically that's a shot on target so shot on target doesn't necessarily mean it's a good chance it just means it's gone to goalie's hands basically yeah. Yeah. yeah so sometimes they can be it, it might not necessarily be the best measure of judging I mean sometimes well, our best chances are crosses where a player's only just missed yeah. it if, if they, they got a little bit of contact on that that would have been that would have been a good chance. A really yeah. good chance. And that's probably better than necessarily a shot from, from 30 yards that, you know, like, what, I don't know, like um, a Townsend one where he kind of just, although those are always the never on target. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, it, he cuts inside and, and the, shoots, the one in you know? goes on target sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... It's probably neat. I think, I think that he does have a point about that. I think sometimes people just say that kind of thing in, in frustration. Yeah. I think by by the reading on the quote, it, it's more of a, I'm bored of hearing the same thing over and over about, you know, lack of chances, lack of possession, lack of, you know, this, that and that and the other sort of thing. But I, I do think, it, I think that's one of the most frustrating things though. Like when you hear your manager say, I'm okay to let us sit back and then, when we get our chance, we get our chance. Because the Brighton game, especially. I, uh, I don't know. The, the Brighton game. One we of had the two, we two, two attacks we had, didn't we? And we scored them both. And you just think to yourself, why can't we do that more often? The reason why we scored on both of them was because we weren't attacking that often. Yeah. That Brighton players were complacent and doing stupid things because effectively they were not defending very often. So Dunk's positioning for that. Was it the first goal? Was what on earth was he doing? Yeah. But if he was defending all the time, he he wouldn't be making such a such an error because he'd be used to it. Their goalkeeper was going going quite far forward. Well, yeah, it's quite regularly. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> he was pushing up quite quite a few, and but I mean, just out of boredom, and that kind of stuff does lead to mistakes sometimes. I think that is part of the reason why you do get the smash and grabs, and it, and it happens enough that. That it is definitely something that that. Yeah. I mean, it, obviously, that, that it, it comes with a counter. It's a legitimate yeah. way of playing. It, it, yeah. Obviously, if they're just happy to play such a high line, and like, like you said, the keeper's up towards the halfway line nearly, and, you know, it'd be not, it, it, it's, it's a risk by, say, Brighton to do that because we could just go up there and, you know, run up there. It's just, I do think to myself, it just shows how comfortable teams are to play against us recently, you know, and it's it's horrible to see. I wish that, it's not a recent thing. Though. I mean, like, with Pulis, he used to. I think one of his quotes that I always quite liked was that if his team had have more than thirty percent possession, he would get annoyed at them because they were wasting. <laughs> <laughs> they were wasting the ball. They need to get up, get up there and attack quicker. <laughs> uh, the the Pulis, the Pulis thing uh, that that. That still annoys me the, the, how he left because I thought he was actually going to do something the year after and then see ya. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we're trying to try stay yeah, on track. Let's get back on track again. Let's get back on track. <laughs> tough, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've um <laughs> we've the shots on target. I did some digging on this yeah. one. So I mean this is, this one would, would pop up at some point. Um yeah, so since in Moy's tenure, I've just had a look at all the um games where effectively he's had uh, from open play, we've had zero shots on target. Sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, so so I've looked up, so there was 14 games under yeah. Roy Hodgson where we've had 14, get, full, uh, where we've not had a shot on target. you at Palace. From open play. Yeah, so this is, this is a cover from Palace. This has happened so 14 times. What, 20% worth of his games that he's had for us. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's got 150, um, hasn't he? So is that 10%? Is it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's about 10%. It's, it's alarmingly high, though. <laughs> like 14 games. And I can imagine. The funny thing is. How many of them did we well, win? Yeah, so the results. Like, did... We, we oh, won right. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We beat, we beat Newcastle. Um, and then we've got five draws, including. A um, a tour with uh, Arsenal. Right. Okay. <laughs> Remember that that home game where we had, yeah. we had two penalties. <laughs> they don't class the shots on target. It's just crazy to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just just it was the statistics I was looking at because I thought I I just looked at the um from open right. play ones because that's the ones we're, we're creating where it's not necessarily someone's gone down in the box as you've run a penalty, so you've got a shot right. on target. It's not. I, mean, it... I just thought I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. the kind of the, and then I kind of thought well so this season it's happened it's happened five times and that's that's only so far and... <laughs> another, another what eight games left <laughs> what have we got now <laughs> and I mean one of them was, was the cup game against Wolves one of them was the um, was the one all at home yeah. to Brighton Effectively, yeah. it was just that penalty. Yeah, and then yeah, it's the new one here with Fulham, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that, that Fulham game was just wow. <laughs> I felt sorry for Fulham. <laughs> well, it's just uh, yeah. I mean, effectively, we hung up high in there, and, and, and yeah. I mean, obviously, point that probably shouldn't have got. It's obviously lead, like leads to. Like the stats sort of kind of tables on that. I mean, we're in the Premier League, we're 18th in the table for total shots, and only below us is Sheffield United and West Brom. I mean, it's not a surprise for West Brom. I'm, I'm more surprised about Sheffield United anyway, because they do create, it's just they've not been able to finish their chances this year. But I mean, to have five games without any shots on target, like actual shots in that game, they're. Oh. Probably only about what three or four anyway, wouldn't there have been? I would have thought. Yeah. I've got distracted by the fact I was working out how many goals scored. Oh, what? <laughs> what we oh, on that goal, goal scored. On in... the goal scored. One, two, three. Yeah, so Frazier with 13th on goal scored. So there's quite a few yeah. teams that. 
we're not necessarily be getting the shots on target, but we are generally goals. speaking getting yeah. we're, goals. We're above Brighton by two. I mean, we're above, we're above Brighton by two who just... <laughs> well, they're known as XG United to me now because they're off that invisible cup of XG. But that's crazy. We're above them on the table. We're above them by two goals. And above us is Arsenal. And, well, Arsenal normally create so many chances you think with their forward line they've got. So, talking about other teams, I've got four other teams here. here. So, how many times did this happen to Burnley this oh. season? They had zero shots on target from home from um, open play. I'd say three times, maybe four, four times. times. Oh, and uh, we yeah. was what five times, wasn't we? You were five, but yeah, one of them. Yeah, the game, yeah. So. So that that was there four times was in the, in the league sort of thing. Yeah, in the league, yeah. And then you've got Sheffield United, it's happened to yeah. them twice. And one of them was Yeah, and then um if Newcastle it's happened to See, them I'm twice. I was surprised about Newcastle. I thought Newcastle would have been like from what from what we hear constantly on Twitter and stuff, Newcastle on relative terms with nothing happening and everything being the same as what's happening at Palace at the moment. But again, I think it's short target for, for moment play doesn't necessarily mean a good chance. It could just mean that someone's had a 30 yarder that yeah, was on target. True, yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah, the, the, the good chances or the chances that, that have a high percentage chance of you getting yeah. something from. Yeah. Is there another team? Um, yeah, so with um, with Bryson, that they've um, yeah, this season they haven't had a, a game where they've not got a shot from open play. Oh, really? But interesting, they've had a couple with um, with um, where they've had one shot on right. target. For and for XG champions, that, that, that uh, that's, that's a, a bit, bit of a surprise <laughs> for the XG champions, to be honest. Right, like, yeah. they must they but, must be up there with the passing stats, and I mean they had like four hundred shots against us, so. They're definitely up there with the shots. <laughs> with that, they had a lot of shots, but they weren't good shots. Oh, no, 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 that's the thing. They weren't. There was a lot of. They weren't shots good well. like the, you know, And effectively, then it would rebound to someone else, and then they'd then shoot again, and still be. Uh, effectively, the, the one goal was it came from Mitchell putting in a, a tackle, and it just bounced into their player with yeah. a lot of space. Yeah. That's true. Happen, but they wouldn't have got anything from. Them. I mean, it could end one nil if um, we defended that that one chance that he had that actually got a good chance on goal. Yeah. But he didn't, which is always funny because uh, it's almost like the Titanic moment. Ben Tech at the end with that um, with the music playing as he volleyed that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, this video, like, still on the stats and that, like, and I want the stats of big chances missed. And obviously, you've got Manchester City up the top, Liverpool up the top, Leeds up the top. And, you know, they're 53, 43, and 41. But if you go down to 20th and 18th, and 19th, 18th, you've got Newcastle with 17, Palace with 18, and Wolves at 22. 
And obviously, big chances missed with 18 for Palace. It probably shows we don't create enough chances that way. Because, I mean, that's three times less than Man City at the top. Obviously, obvious reasons why they create a lot more than us. But you'd think if we created a lot more chances, then the goals we got already, we could be scoring a lot more goals. You're saying that... that, um... Man City are three times more wasteful than, than we are. Yes, but they create like probably four times more than we do. That's that's good. Well, actually, fact that, that they um, score just about double what we do. Oh, really? Just over double, yeah. So, so, so oh, yeah, yeah. you could yeah, one more uh, thirty-one more than us, <laughs> literally double. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe that's the. Obviously, we know because obviously the Man City, they're probably, they they you know their shots and stuff like that be up there compared to us. But yeah, because our shots are eighteen out out the twenty anyway. Like if we had a lot more chances up there, like bottom two for chances created. If we if we just went up there, creating a lot more at the top for the top players, you know, get more crosses into Benteke, get more, you know. Even even just shots from the outside, it'd be nice, you know. Like Zaha hit the post the other day. There's, there's no point though. There's no point in, in just just making sure that we up up the statistic of shots because that doesn't necessarily mean the better shots. You could just be wasting possession, and effectively you you have a shot from the long line. You become more like Brighton, where effectively you're you're taking the chance too early and not building it up to the point where it's a much better situation where where you're kind of Instead of it being from from forty yards, you're kind of going for, from you know from just inside the area. You know, granted, chances are you're probably going to lose the ball before then, but sometimes it is better to try and get get a work the ball a bit more before necessarily going for a shot. Oh no, I agree, I agree with that as well. But I think the problem is it's the lack of you know watching Palace, especially the last well this season anyway. I'd say there's been some games where. I actually don't want to watch football. Like it's got to the point. I I literally yeah. I'm watching the game and I'm I just don't want to watch it. Like, I'm so bored of just you know waiting for the other team to attack us to us finally getting the ball back after a scramble and then we're suddenly just hoof it up to Benteke or hoof it up to someone and it'd be like why have you not passed the ball there to the player that's in space right in front of you or something? It's so frustrating. No. We haven't actually been doing that much hoofing. It's just uh, it's just so frustrating to wait uh, to watch. So we're giving the ball away, but we've been giving the ball away a lot in midfield. It's not necessarily. Oh yeah, I mean we've been dis- dispossessed at, like it's a, bit long. a lot. Hotton's <laughs> not that direct. Yeah, you can make that complaint about about kind of Pulis and, and, and other managers. You can't really make that about about Hodgson. He will effectively try and. Do a bit of build-up play. Oh, no, no, yeah, obviously compared to Pudis, Pudis was get the ball up there, you know, get it to whoever's there. But I'm not saying we we kick it up to Benteke all the time. Just saying it's just we instead of just playing the easy ball out sometimes to someone, we kick it down the wing and hopefully someone can run up the wing to get it. But then, but then in the Spurs game, how did you, what happened there? It, it was Luca was trying to yeah play with that, it. That was and... horrible. That was. Messed it up, and and we can see yeah. this from it. There's a double-edged sword. It's not not as simple as just this. Oh, we need to play out more because effectively, 
I just think like, I mean, we're this like dispossession charts. We're top of this being dispossessed by a lot, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and, well, um, and again, the Luca one at the, at the weekend that was well, that was atrocious, to be honest. Do they mean tackled or do they mean yeah, yeah, being, being dispossessed by through tackle? Or... Yeah. Okay, through tackle, not through yeah. like inception. Um, it doesn't say, but. I'm assuming it's probably both, to be honest, if we've given the ball away as well as being tackled. Because, I mean, being tackled 300-odd times, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Is that just because we run at players more? Say again, sorry? Is that not because we run at players more? If, if you run at a t- team more, you're more yeah, likely if to, you're, if you're to get tackled. tackled. Like the way we do, then... Well, no, we're not necessarily counter-attacking, because counter-attacking involves speed. Well. We're, we're not yeah, far. We haven't got no speed at the moment. But like, <laughs> this is, this is like, I can't wait. Like, you know, having Roy's boy back, Jeff Slup, and uh, Zaha's coming back. There, there are two main speed merchants really that we got, <laughs> and they've been out for the last like month or so, and well, Slup for a little bit longer. So it's nice to actually see them yeah. two back. The other day, it's just obviously yeah, the, no. the game. The other day, which I, I did think was wrong, like, and I, I think I blame Roy on this, this totally. I think it's a complete tactical, like, judgment which was totally wrong. Was bringing Ezzy off at half time after we've just got the game back to one one. Like, you bring on Daha, who we all we all love, we all loved Wilf to bits, but you're changing the team. We've just on a bit of a high just before half time. Bring it back to one-one. Yeah, there's a couple of, of things here. It wasn't that Eze was involved in that goal oh, no, at no, all. No, I mean it was, gr- it was a brilliant and, ball by Luca. And to be fair, ball, like, he kind of made up for his like muck up in for their goal. But I just think like change. You know, you get that kind of like we want a bit of a role, or maybe we might come out, you know, play a bit out more. And then what is what five minutes or six minutes of the second half and. Yeah, and then obviously, then they obviously got the quality with Spurs. And it like likes of Bale and Kane are world beaters, aren't they? I don't quite see the the, the thing of because Eze's not on the pitch, that means that, that we're not necessarily going to have a go. Because in that first half, we weren't that good anyway. No, no, I did think. Think, it was just it, it. It was one good cross, and yeah, no. Things I thought we we did okay. We, we was we was doing quite well and getting out the ball. For well, the whole game and stuff, it, it, we were yeah. doing okay, but we weren't doing we like matching ball, them. No, we, we, we were kind of just imagination. We were matching them, but I do I do think like it's just kind of what it's psychological, I suppose, in a way, which I'm trying to get with is like you've all you've gone in with a high. Because you just got got a score, you got it half time. Isn't, isn't isn't one of your main complaints about him is that he doesn't use substitutions, <laughs> and then the one time he does it do is, it, you know, moment he's done yeah, the two it is a pet peeve of mine of the lack of judgment when it comes to the team who's like needs someone to you know have some legs to jump off the bench, or, you know, at some point in the game. But I, I do think to myself like half time, harsh on Ezzy as well. Like, I mean, he didn't have a great game, but nor did a lot of players. But bringing on, bringing off Ezzy to bring on a, a very unmatched sharpness, Wilf Zaha at half time, you know, 
was I thought a bit of a, a lapse of judgment there, thinking like after we've just gone into one one. But obviously we all know what Wilf can do and he needs scored that goal. The one that he had off the post. You know, it's just Spurs' quality is just well, everyone knows what their quality is of how good and how quick they are. Right. And that's the that's the thing, you know. And obviously you bring up about the, the substitutions, like one of the things that frustrates me the most about Warrior is you, you see a lot of our games like I mean, he's been there what three three and a bit years now, three and three and a half years or something. And so many yeah. games you just think, Come on man, change it up, change it up, take off XYZ. You've got to put that guy on, he's a lot quicker or someone and and then it's too late. And then it'd be the eighty fifth minute and you're like, Are we are we actually gonna do something? And then you bring someone on and you're thinking this should have, this substitution that did fifteen minutes ago, we've been dying for the last fifteen minutes. The team's blowing, blowing, completely blowing. And you're just calling out for it. And then you come into the next game. It's not as obvious as you're making it out, Mark, because effectively sometimes he does, he has done those substitutions and it completely messes up the pass. Oh, yeah, because they've been working all week on, on, on one eleven being on the pitch and, and effectively what the passing was going to be like and effectively that they, they were in a rhythm before the substitution. And the substitution comes along and disrupts it. And effectively, they then don't work as well as a team. And I think that's one of the things that he seems to be much more keen on is effectively, is everyone working as one in a lot of ways and effectively if he hasn't got but isn't that part of the problem though as well like you said that one team's played that way during the week shouldn't that one team plus the substitutions that he may bring on still be playing that in the training ground week in week out sort of thing with them because well, they're not not oh, home, no, of course but, I mean, not, I mean he's just, just generally speaking straight into he's it. happy with how they're doing in in the game, even if they are getting leggy, he might be more worried about that side of things rather than necessarily about how much legs that the players have got. Yeah, but we've all seen like football throughout the years, not not just with Palace, with every 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 like game you watch, you know, whether it's Real Madrid or someone. There are times when a sub a sub comes on in a game and it and it oh, kills yeah, of you. Course. For you. So, there's also some where you just think to yourself, "Wow." Okay, so it's a whole different sort of team, and you know sometimes it changed the outlook of it because obviously, say say we are one nil down, and you think, come on, bring on someone, bring bring on a striker, bring on striker, and then he brings on a defensive midfielder, and you're thinking, what what just happened? Like, did we go one one and I'd missed it or something? <laughs> we're just holding out for a draw, but no, you look up and it's one nil still, and there's a defensive midfielder ready to come on. You're thinking. Oh, jeez, what's going on? <laughs> okay, so let's go back to what we were talking about before, about the attacking depth, effectively. We kind of said that, that he hasn't got the attacking depth to play with, so finding the attacking substitutions might be a bit difficult. Oh, well, the other thing was, you were talking about the players being leggy, the players at the position where, let's just say they want someone to kind of be a bulldozer and press people, it's probably going to be in midfield so they can get the ball back in order to try and get it to yeah. the attacking players. So, so, not, so, generally speaking, putting on a defensive midfielder not, might not necessarily... It, it might not, like, as in, what, as in to get the ball back so then we can go attack sort of thing. Yes. Because often the problem is it's not necessarily... 
the um, wrong, the wrong, the wrong thing to do at the time. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it, it can be a matter of the way that he's thinking about it is that effectively that he wants the attacking players to counter attacking as, as they are. And he does, he does sub the strikers on and off quite well. Quite yeah, well, I also think that he subs the strikers off and on like quite a bit. But obviously, with Benteke's, I think, cemented his place, especially in the last few games for us now, to be up there with number one. But well, I don't know I still think this. he I, could I, just suddenly put in Matata. Like at any point, <laughs> like yeah. even though Spenteke's got the goal, it's sort of like you know, Matata, Matata got a two game ban, didn't oh, he? I don't like, scoring a goal against Brighton. <laughs> he's not got a two game ban. How can you say he's got a two game ban and then also say that Spenteke is the automatic? No, no, choice? As in, it almost felt like it was a two game ban because he got his goal against Brighton because he, he didn't come off the bench. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, Spenteke got his goal against Brighton. This is true. This is true. This is true. But I mean, Benteke, obviously, um, two, two games, two goals in the last, what, four now. And I mean, yeah. I, you see, I see Benteke oh, could be fighting for his contract and then it'll probably go back to square one. But I've seen a different Benteke this year than I've seen in the last two years. I mean, I don't know. He, he always, he's had quite a few full storms yeah. where you think that he's, he's, he's going to be great and then you kind of. Well, that, that Arsenal, Arsenal game, oh, that's that Arsenal. Arsenal game, the Emirates we went to, and he was a world beater. He was all over Arsenal, and he got the Aussie got that goal. And we all said to each other, "Sweet, that's it, back." And then I don't think we saw him for the rest of the season. Like he was back to not really doing much, and he just feeds himself. Is he is he now this year playing for a new contract, or is he trying to you know? Actually, trying just to because he he's finally got some confidence back in himself. I, I don't even know. I think with him, he needs pressure. Well, like the striker pressure because all his striker behind him. Yeah, he needs he needs, another, he needs another striker that's almost in the team. Because if you remember, his best goal scoring run he's had with us was when it was um it was Wickham was pushing yeah. him hard just before Wickham had that yeah. really bad injury. And he's never really been back. Oh, I was surprised he was on the bench the last Hopefully. few days. To I thought he was still out alone. I must admit, <laughs> I was a bit surprised. Yeah, that's very true. And it's just the thing with Wickham as well. Like when he when we first signed him, I actually thought brilliant player. Just he came with the whole kind of he always gets injured kind of thing, and you know we didn't see it for a while, and then suddenly it was just injury after injury after injury after injury, and. I think he's still only like 26 or something like that. Something silly. No, he's he's not much older than that long now. I don't, I don't think he's yeah. 30 yet, though. Like, he's just been around for years because, you know, we saw him, like, what, 16 at Ipswich when he was in the championship sort of thing. Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, I think Benteke may be having that pressure of Matata now. And uh, I, I suppose AU, in a way, last year was number one striker for us. He maybe he's thought to himself, mate, I need yeah. to up my game. And you can see it with some of his shots. He's, he's shooting a lot more now instead of trying to do a little pass to someone. Like, he's having a few more shots like in the box and that. And obviously, brilliant, brilliant striker. I mean, that, that header against Tottenham, absolute towering header. You know? And that, and you think of where them, where them two crosses have come from? From the left with a left foot. And... 
I've been saying for ages, we like forget Townsend wants to play. Well, you're obsessed with people's. You're so obsessed with people's yeah, but, feet. But the <laughs> thing is, when Ben Take was on that brilliant scoring run in his first season for us, Saha was on the right, crossing balls in constantly, and then we had. Uh, I think we had Townsend was playing on the left as no, well. No, it was not done with his head, though. He, he's got a decent oh, yeah, amount of oh, his no, head. No, but it wasn't he was like... A lot, a lot of chances from his head and a lot more than what we've created for him in the last two, three seasons, really. Like, And then the two the two goals he gets in the last couple of games is Townsend down the left, who, which I think he should be playing for us anyway, bringing an outswinging ball to his head. And middle boy, uh, sorry, to his uh, feet. feet. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, then Luca with a, a, a left footed cross straight to his head. Like it's, it just makes me feel like why, why don't we try Townsend on the left, AU on the right, or put Zaha back on the wing? But then, but then who plays That's on the what right? I'm saying, Zaha possibly, or AU? No, sorry, but Zaha's had. He's got nine well, goals if, this season. Yeah, if we put him up front, then fair enough. But if we, if yeah, you've got to put him up front. On the right but when has he ever been this? Or the right midfield, should I say? Okay. Or even Schlupp. But then left foot. But well. then, then what happens to Eze? Is Eze <sighs> gone then? Is Eze on the bench? He could do interchanging with Townsend. But then again, it's back to not being able to cross with the left foot. I think you. <laughs> You're way too obsessed with people crossing. <laughs> I just think we need to utilise his uh, aerial ability more because we haven't put in enough crosses, and uh, and it frustrates me uh, quite a bit because his his main attribute is his heading ability. He's like from ballers out from the keeper to hold up the ball, you know, just from chesting it. And I guess the main thing that hasn't gone is the aerial ability, but he was a lot more than that when he yeah, was. He had he had his, his, his best. good shots and stuff. It's just he's so potent in the box. What well, no. And he, he used to be able to run with the ball as well, and yeah. he was a beast. He's still got a bit of pace there. We've seen him chase down the ball a couple of times, but run it, run yeah. it with the ball itself. His touch is gone. I find he's not what he was. But then who is? It might be still. <laughs> it's the thing. It, it, it might be still in there. It's nah, just it's not. To, like, it's, it, it might well be in there now, but because he has that competition, though. Nah, I mean the competition might help him, but I don't think that he will like ever he was, be. Sort of thing. Oh. Yeah, I think this is probably just his his this last full storm before being being a good striker and, and, and doing a good job for us, but not what he not as the main talisman, not as the main yeah. goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the question is then, who do we replace him with? Like, I've seen Matatas for eighteen months. We need still need that extra. Sure. Well. He, 18 months is a long time. I um, see us renewing Peshwari. Also okay. remember that... Such a strange one. Because I do think at the start of the season, it'd be great to see him and Ben Teke up front together. But Roy, I think Roy's done it twice, I think. And it just didn't didn't click. It, didn't, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. it just didn't click. Care. I don't really do it much for Belgium no, Robin, either. They've always got someone else up there, haven't they? Lukaku. He's always... It's always... But no, but uh, even like, when they... It's always he always replaces Benteke. Always re- replaces ben, that's why yeah. it's, it's yeah. like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a strange one now. Like, uh, um, Benteke keeps getting picked for, for Belgium, and 
like especially last year and whatever. It was yeah. He does he? He's not he play that many really well, does he? He's off the bench. He's on the bench, but he gets picked. That's the thing. It's a strange yeah. one that he gets picked. I don't think they've got a huge amount of no, squad. No, clear, clearly not. But they're, the, they're yeah. what number one in the world, aren't they? <laughs> he can't do yeah, for balance. Effectively, he's their fourth striker. I mean, how many good fourth strikers are there? From a, a, a small well, country, I could, I could say there's what. Dries Mertens, Lukaku, Benteke, Bashwari. That's four. But then I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost after that because they're the ones I know of because, well, two of them are massive. Because there might be a big drop off between yeah. the, the fourth and the fifth one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're getting, we're getting off topic again. This is the Royal Washington podcast as it is. But <laughs> you, get, you get lost in talking about Palace players, don't we? <laughs> uh, Yes. <laughs> That's I mean, like, one of the things that could be mentioned from my point of view, like generally speaking, for for me, he got a lot of attention in the football. Kind of went when I tweeted how the first goal thing with with Roy, because effectively, if we score first, chances yeah. are we're going to get yeah. points, and if we don't score first. Yeah, it's, it's, the first yeah, goal is it, everything. It's alarming, actually, when you say that. Actually, you know, I think back of watching the games and that stat comes up, and I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we need to get that goal, and we need it now. <laughs> okay, so so last season, effectively, on points per games when we scored first, wow. we were fifth in the league. Wow. And effectively, that was nine wins, three draws, and zero losses. And we didn't score we that scored many goals the first goal. Yeah, <laughs> that was our problem. Was that was our problem? Yeah. Is we didn't score the first goal enough. Yeah, I mean, we, what did we get last year? Was it twenty nine goals or something? Which yeah, no, 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 no. Imagine <laughs> we got thirty one. We're all on thirty this year. You know. Thing. So we've up to our level there. <laughs> Mad. Well, the thing is, that moves to 4-4-2, we have, we have become more attacking. The problem is, is that, that we've also then become yeah. less good defending. And I think that was always going to happen because effectively we're playing this weird COVID season where we're playing twice a week way more than we would yeah. for a normal season. Like, um, Face, yeah. I think we're playing it. We're playing every, yeah, so every sort of it. like four days, probably on average, aren't we? I think this uh, this season, but I do think that I yeah. do think a lot of it, it it's been you know obviously you hear the commentators say everything. Oh, it's been a it's, you know with this strenuous kind of workload the players got blah blah blah. But you know, I think back on it, I think a lot of, a lot of seasons we play. Two or two games a week, you know, constantly. It's just, I think, because it's always on TV now, it's made more of. Not in the Premier League. Not in, no, not in the Premier League, no. you don't. Just. So, effectively, so the Premier League, generally speaking, has three game weeks where it yeah. doubles up. So, the only other time you double up is if you have a League Cup run or you have a yeah. Cup replays. Yeah. But if you're not having Cup runs like we didn't last, <laughs> last year, generally speaking, you don't play many games at all yeah. that are. Um, yeah, 
Double uh, weeks intro. Yeah. Well, you're playing twice a week. Yeah, double weeks. So there's one in December, that, beginning of December. There's one uh, mm. for kind of Christmas, effectively. Christmas gets a bit weird anyway. Yeah. I mean, there might be two effectively at Christmas, and then there's one in, I think, February. Yeah, around about February. Normally. Well. Yeah. No, that would be it, because that's the one of the things that I used to really not like yeah. about being in the Premier League, was that you just wouldn't go smoke games. And <laughs> yeah. I think also that um, see with every game being on TV though, it just it does seem like there's a lot more games than what there there has been though as well. It's not that was it's just me because I'm watching near enough near enough games. Well. well, football every day now, which is it's 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 nice, but it just seems like it, you know it's it's too much in a way. You kind of I kind of miss that kind of you yeah. know watching all the scores come in and. You know that that kind of sadly feeling when you sit down and you see the you know see if it happening, but it's nice at the same time because I love football. So for me, watching football every day, I, I mean, I love doing it. It's just you know, I kind of miss that kind of the same feeling of watching the the you know I don't know say soccer Saturday. You know, and it's coming yeah. in through the thing. It's three o'clock and they're all kicked off. It's you know it's now quarter to five and. You're like, oh yes, got two minutes left, or, and you're waiting for that goal, and then you see the goals going. You're like, oh yes, you know. Actually, that's one thing that hasn't improved. At least, I remember. Are they still showing the, the goals that go in? Honestly, you couldn't tell you. The... I'm, like, I'm watching the games, <laughs> so I'm not even sure. Well, no, because what, what we're doing on the football league, but I don't. I've not checked it this season because kids and stuff. But at the back end of last season, yeah. when it first came back, the three o'clock. They were showing the goals as they went in. Yes, they was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The championship. The championship. I don't yeah, think sure. that. Couldn't tell you actually, because I know obviously the championship games are on on all time now on the red button, aren't they? So only on um, midweek. Oh, just midweek, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, that's just the deal Sky had with right. them before. Okay. All this happened, and if if you want to watch the games and they're not one that Sky selected, you have to pay ten quid. Right. Right. Okay. Pay-per-view. They've got like an I follow yeah, thing. Yeah, and you just follow your team, sort of um, things like a season ticket in a way. Yeah, yeah, basically. But yeah, this season, when we scored first, mm. we're not that far off our numbers. I mean, we're twelve from the league, which I think shows you that the, the um the, on the ratio, people are, are much. I mean, this is happening all over the league. It's the first goal goes in, and effectively, that's the most important thing. Yeah, it's kind of so where actually, our position is in the league right now as well. I mean. That's not too bad, actually, when you think about it. And especially this season, when we scored first, we've got eight wins, three draws, and one loss. Yeah. So, so we are scoring first more regularly. Yeah. Because that's effectively that's the same amount of games as scoring first, but we've still got what was it twelve games to play. Yeah. Yeah. So we are generally speaking, we are scoring first more regularly. The problem is, is those horrible games where we don't score first. Yeah. And I think that obviously the game this weekend against uh, West Brom, I think, is vital to score first because obviously we'll have yeah. big Sam. So vital to score first. Who oh, yeah, to no, score it, first? It it will be it'll be like, to score it like first in every game. But I think with WBA and Big Sam knowing how we play, and I think knowing the players, should I say, not knowing how we play, knowing the players, because we haven't changed players? a lot. Well, we haven't changed a lot since he was we here. No. So like, this is still, some, not a lot of players have left. I think a lot of, we have had a handful of players come in. 
Well, I'm just trying to think now who, who that would be, though. Also, uh, back, our back line, no. Jairo <laughs> no. wasn't there before. Cahill wasn't, wasn't there before. Cahill, no. Um, was Greater wasn't there before, was he? Um, he wasn't there when Sam was. No, Greater wasn't actually. Hennessy would have been Hennessy, wouldn't it? But I think there's a there's still a massive core of players of when he was there. I mean, this was three three and three and a half years ago, so wasn't it? Three. I don't think many of them have left. We haven't done that. Players players have come in. (laughs) Oh no, of course. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying we haven't made signings, but like he still knows the players, you know. If if Zaha's fit to play, like from the start, he knows how to. Probably mark out. Zaha yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but at the same I'm, time, Zaha relishes against lower opposition. If that makes sense, he always comes alive against teams. You know, I think the thing with this one is, is they're on a bit of a purple patch for a team that's that bad. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're, they're, they, they're, they're all picking up points down there. They're all picking up points apart from well, no. Um, I mean, United, really. <laughs> But no, they, they've had a really kind of like, they've had a good couple of good last couple of games. But yeah. they're not getting, they're not picking up wins, but they're in every game that they're kind of yeah. They've got that new striker, haven't they? Dia Digani or something. Dian Dian Gan. He was quite a bit of a handful. It's in the last three games they've beaten Brighton, they've lost to Everton, and they drew nil nil against um, Newcastle. And you know, yeah. that they're not conceding many goals at all. Mm. Mm. If you look at it since February, yeah, they've had a two one defeat to to Sheffield United, which is probably killer for them. Then lost two nil to Spurs. Then one all against Man United. Then nil nil yeah. against Burnley. There's not many goals there, is there? There's not many goals at all, actually. No, compared to how. When we played them last, well, it'd be, like, personally though, that we, game we destroyed them five yeah, one. We destroyed <laughs> them. We destroyed them, but we only destroyed them. Like the game, I thought was a, like end to end stuff with that game until they got their sending off. And as soon as they got their sending off, it was all hell broke loose, and we we decided to go on a riot. But I thought before that we was like they created better chances for us, and they had a couple of the chances to score. And I was a bit worried. It was just all of a sudden they had a sending off and I was like, oh. And then, yeah, we just went crazy on them. <sighs> so, I mean, it'd be nice if that happened again, but <laughs> I can't see it this time. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you said, they are. They seem like more of a tight unit lately. Like since yeah. Sam's come in, he seems to have finally been able to, you know, get him kind of working to how he wants. The reason why people get him in, in this situation is he's good at, uh, trying to for stability sort of thing. Oh yeah, could get them tight and, and get them scoring from from free kicks and corners. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Stop kissing goals. Well, that's, that's the thing. I can imagine now they're scoring quite a few from set pieces and stuff. Like if if they were scoring, because they got they got some big players there now. Like he's brought in a couple of big players. Like like he did for us. I'm just waiting for him to. Uh, yeah. I, I was half waiting for him to put in a cheeky bid for Van Arnold in January. I must admit, and I was kind of hoping. I don't know. I think I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll... that'd be, be going back to. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think to be honest on, on that one, I think he, he wants to go back to Holland, I think. Oh, really? Which is just, just that he, you know, he had that offer last, well, not last summer, summer before. Yeah. Summer before, yeah. And being a free agent, it wouldn't be that expensive for, for a Dutch team to be saying, you know what? He'd do well over there as well, I think. That's the thing. And I do think because the Dutch league, I mean, you see, him, you see, say, the likes of Ajax and PSV in Europe and stuff. And Ajax, especially, say, two years ago, were, were brilliant. <clears throat> Since then, they haven't been, they haven't been the same. And you think to yourself, no, exactly, probably so many players, and you just think to yourself, like Ajax, obviously, if he if he goes over to say if he goes to Ajax, like say say he gets Ajax somehow, he would jump at the chance if Ajax come in for him because Champions League football all day long, they're going to possibly win the league like every year that he'd be there. I don't know about that because there is a bit of competition between the, the top teams over there. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah. And there's, there's a little bit. And runs. Like, there was a point when, before De Boer won it with them, I think they, they had a, a, a quite a long one considering how big Ajax were. They didn't yeah, win it. I, think, I think I remember seeing something like that as well. It was, it was like a good few years before they hadn't won it sort of thing. Yeah, so it's not as one-sided as... As, yeah. as people think, sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's it's an odd division because you've got a lot of really awful teams. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost I, see. It may be harsh on the Dutch league and some of the Dutch teams, or it may be harsh on the Scottish league. It's almost like the Scottish league. You got the Rangers and you got the Celtic. The Rangers nowadays and all Aberdeen, you know, and over there you've got the PSV, the Feyenoord, and the Ajax, and then the rest. Who, who knows? No, season, <laughs> you know. touch the, is it that some of the um, the other teams have won the league? Like, looking twelve won the league. You know, it's not. Yeah, was it was it a uh, Steve McLaren win the league there? Or was it, I think was it might have. Was it when he? Oh, I, just, I can't remember. I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I remember rightly, he went over there. I, just, I remember an interview where he put on a really dodgy Dutch accent. This is technically, yes, in the last five years, they've won it twice, technically. Twice? Yeah. Okay, okay. They had a spell where they won it loads. So from was it 2010 to 2014, they won it every year. And then yeah. before well, that... The ball won it, what, twice or three times with them, didn't they, I think? Yeah, and then before that, it was like 2003, 2004, so they had a good... Yeah, six years. So that's, that's, that's actually a good few years, actually. Yeah, yeah. So they're not. It's not as automatic as it is. That's what people think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the years where they got, they finished third and fourth and things, it's not quite yeah. as. It's kind of automatic. Yeah, yeah. As you might think, with, with, you know. If you went up to Rangers or Celtic or something, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. yeah. So, uh, any more Roy Hodgson things you want to talk about? No. Um, what would you do? So, so what do you see? So yeah, would you want to get rid of him now, or would you want to get rid of him in the season? Would you want to give him another contract? Um, I, w- I wouldn't now. 
if, if I was getting rid of him, we should have got December. So then we could try and like if we had a if we had a plan in, in place to rebuild as such, we could have bought in another manager for January. What did you ask about January? Managers often don't sign players anyway. They don't. They don't offside players, but I do think some. You know, you give managers more of an option to come to you if you say January's here now. Who you think about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like who? Who they sometimes might come in with. This is the person I want to bring with us, or I, I think we should get this guy. I watched you play for the last couple of weeks, and this is who you should get. That's if we was going to get rid of him. Uh, but now I think it's got to be the end of the season because. There's going to be a few managers, I think, in this year that will be out contract, not just Roy. I, I can't, personally, I can't sit through another year or two years of this type of football. So it, it, he's got to go in the summer, personally. It, it's the question of who's the right man. Like, I mean, what, what's your thoughts well, on Well, on, on that bit. Um, I, I don't know, because from a general... So, just for a business point of view, yeah, it makes a lot of. He generally speaking, he can keep the boat steady. He can keep us treading water. Yeah, and effectively, if you look at our kind of perform, how many points we get each season, it's about the same level. Yeah, even though, yeah, things are a bit. Uh, the football isn't good. I think it'd be more enjoyable if I was there. I mean, that's the big thing. I don't know. <laughs> I think, it is though. It is. You notice things. Things happen. You cheer certain things. A big tackle on TV. You don't really notice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, there's things going on. It's not just. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not just game or the score or the 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 fantasy points or anything else like that. It's just. You're kind of at the game. You, you, you're concentrating on it. You're watching it properly. You can see what's going on off off the ball as well. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose I compared do, to watching yeah, on, on the TV, you don't see like the runs and stuff that some people are making from like both sides. You'll see it one side, of course, because that's where the you know the cameras point. Sky will decide. Yeah, <laughs> and Sky will cut away to show you you know the skyline of of or nice drones yeah. shot of the stadium or, or, be a highlight and or a replay of yeah. yeah. Next year, it's got to, oh, he's having a chance. In the it's like, I'm just watching IKEA in the background from the view for, from Sellers Park. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah, so I kind of, I don't know. So, I mean, personally, I think that I'm quite happy with a change just because then it's something else for people to talk about on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just so, I'm more. You want to hear what the about the, fact than, uh, the actual. Well, no, just, just generally speaking, not. Just generally speaking, that that the, the, every now and again there'll be a big fuss about something he has that or hasn't done, and there's people that, that kind of very kind of pro him. There's people that are very very anti him. There's people that that are, you know. There's just a lot of drama about this, and it just feels like yeah, they're, they're, I just like it, that to it, go away. Massive. I would like something else, something else to happen. I think that's the thing. It's just yeah, we're probably bringing someone else who's got probably more fables, probably more problems. But there'll be new problems. There'll be, yeah, be and that'll make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the, they would then, I don't know, always concede from corners from the near post or something yeah. like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, 
and, and you get very frustrated about corners on the near post and, and what they're doing on corners in the near post. Yeah, yeah. But we say it's something different to what we've been watching for the last, yeah. I'd say two years, the last it, two years, like first year or so. It was, you know, look, it was decent. Well, no, to, to be fair, the, the football has changed. This season is is quite different from last season. Last yeah. season, I think it was much more about make sure you get clean sheets. It was about, it felt like it was much back. more, yes. Yeah. And kind of make, making sure that, that we were difficult to beat more than anything else. Yeah. And the, the, the attacking this year is, there is more attacking intent. I mean, he probably got some feedback from people getting fed up of it last season. And I think that he has tried to attack more. We are yeah. a more attacking team. We're also worse in defence. Yeah. Although, even if, on that point, I feel like we would still be bad in defence, probably, just because... Um, well, we've got to do a whole overhaul in defence next year, I suppose, don't we? That's the other problem. Be a whole new defence to work with. As well. I'm not sure it will be. I think the only one, I mean, that will may stay for another year is Cahill. I think Sacco's gone. Yeah. I mean, but Sacco's I mean, not played for us for two years, almost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's on very, very, very high wages, but yeah, I think he's gone anyway. Yeah. And then, I mean, who, is it Tomkins out of contract? No, Scott, Scott Dan's out of contract. He'll be yeah. gone, but like the same with Sacco. He's, he he's one of the ones that. Uh, he might be getting a deal just because it's. I don't think he's going to be particularly. Yeah, and expensive. I think that's the thing. Is, is that yeah. it might be worth the cost? I don't it know, might I be more expensive it. to bring someone else in who's not as good. I see. I was watching him Scott down play last like this year, sort of thing. Like he's he's done the job. He's done the job. But then you see the lapses of where I think age has got to him a little. If that makes sense, like he, the kind of the, <laughs> the the brain's there. The brain's there, but the the body's not moving with it. That makes sense. Sometimes yeah. like you see him playing, it's like, it's there, it's clearly there and he's got the quality and we, we know in the box he's pretty dangerous. But it, it's, I think age is caught up is a little he? bit watching him this year. And playing him and Cahill together is just, wow. That's just, that could that could be very bad if you've got a very fast forward line. <laughs> but we play deep, so it's not, not as bad as... as... Mm. You know, we can't press forward with them. You can't have a no, definitely can't, not. A you can't play a high line. <laughs> you definitely can't play <laughs> Not unless you, you you've got some very You're good suicidal. playing off <laughs> playing offside skills. You're playing offside every time. Yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah, very good at the exactly. offside track, you might be able to get away with exactly. it. But... Certainly. Well then it begs the question, unless we wait let's do this on another episode of podcast two. Oh, no, it's just getting late. Uh, we'll, we'll do do, do a different we show do this, about. Uh, we do a different show about who could be next and where we should like go yeah. with sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as it is getting late, um, should we wrap up things here then? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, I safe. Uh, I don't know. I'd to wrap things up. This is the first. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you are listening, <laughs> if, if you do uh, download it, uh, thanks for listening. Um, and please send us some abuse. Another palace. <laughs> yeah, give, us, give us some comments and you know, if you and just you know, share it if you if you've listened to the end. I mean, for our first episode, it's quite a long one, but you know, I think it's the way nice. it's going to be. It's the way it's going to be. I think everyone gets lost when you're talking about your football club. I suppose so. I suppose this is this is uh, for the Lover Palace. I've been Mark. He's been Chris. 
and uh, thanks for listening. Right. <laughs> right, cheers, bye. Cheers. <laughs> See ya.